0: Welcome to the Kaleo Life Podcast. You can find more resources for gospel living and information about us by going to our website, kaleo.community. Enjoy today's sermon. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Baal Peor. For the Lord your God destroyed from among you all the men who followed the Baal of Peor. But you who held fast to the Lord, your God, are all alive today. And I want to stop there. And And this is the first thing that I want us to think about. Um, again, we are not the people of Israel trying to enter into the promised land, but we are the people of God. And we as a church, we are a smaller expression of the people of God. And I think that one of the main things that we can look back at this year and, and think about today is how he has sustained us to this day, how we are alive today. And and I don't just mean, you know, as individuals, although that is amazing, right? That God has protected us, that we are alive today. But I would also say that we as a church, we are alive today. Like, it, you know, many churches closed down in the years of 2020 and 2021. Many churches have disappeared in those years. And by the grace of God, we are alive today. We are still around in God's mercy. He has allowed that we are still around. And I would argue that one of the reasons why we are still here today is because we have held fast to the Lord, our God. And now this is not for us to to think of us and say, oh, look at how good we are. Yeah, it's just because we held really strong that we are still alive today. I think the point here is to whom are we holding on? And we are holding on to the God of the universe, to the Lord, your God. He is a firm foundation. And the only reason why we are still here today is because we have held on to that firm foundation that is unmovable. In the middle of the storm of this year and last year, we have held on to God. And that's the reason why we are still around. That's the reason why he uh, still delights in having us here. And then we continue reading in verse 5. See, I have taught you, I have taught you statutes and rule, sorry, and rules as the Lord my, I'm sorry, I'm struggling, as the Lord my God commanded me that you should do them in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. (laughs) Keep them and do them for that will be your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the people's who when they hear all these statutes will say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has a God so near to it as the Lord our God is to us whenever we call upon Him? And what great nation is there that has statutes and rules so righteous as all this law that I set before you today? And that is the second thing that I want to highlight from here. What great nation out there? What great people or institution or organization is out there that has a God that is so near to us as the Lord is to us? Think about it. The people of God, the church, is the only people in the, in the world that has God at such short distance. In fact, the people of Israel— they had God in their midst, right? Remember that they built a tabernacle. Remember that as they went through the wilderness, God was in their midst in the tabernacle and then he led them with the, with the uh, column of fire. Um, but us, the church, under the new covenant, we are even close, or I should say God is even closer to us. At that time, God's presence was, in a sense, to them, limited to the tabernacle but at this time in this new covenant god's presence is within us god says that the church is the temple of the living god god says that our bodies are the temple of the living god god is dwelling inside of us and so the the, the reason why we are still around the reason why we are um still a church today, the reason why we can be thankful and look back this year is that God is so near to us. God is so easily accessible to us. He is, um, he is so near to us whenever we call upon him. God is always there, always ready to respond to our prayer, or always ready to come to our help, to our rescue, always ready to bless us. God is within us. God is in us. Are missed. So when we think about these things, we should not become complacent, right? We should not say, oh, you know, we are still alive today because we held fast to the Lord and we are still around today because God is so near to us. Therefore, let us sit back and relax in 2022. Let us just enjoy, let us, uh, um, you know, just enjoy this easy ride. No, this should lead us to being careful. And this is what God tells them, right? In verse 7, in verse 9, he says, only, and remember this is Moses speaking to the people of Israel, he says, only take care and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children. How on the day that you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, that I may let them hear my words, so that they may learn to fear me all the days that they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children so. And you came near and stood at the foot of the mountain, while the mountain burned with fire to the hearts of heaven, wrapped in darkness, cloud, and gloom. Then the Lord spoke to you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the sound of words, but saw no form. There was only a voice. And he declared to you his covenant, which he commanded to you. Sorry, which he commanded you to perform. That is the Ten Commandments. And he wrote them on two tablets of stone. And the Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and rules that you might do them in the land that you are going over to possess. And the one thing that I want to highlight from this section is is verse 9. Only take care and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. So when we see that God has been so faithful to us, when we see that it is because we held fast to him that we are still alive today, when we realize that he is so near to us, instead of being complacent, instead of exalting ourselves instead of saying oh you know we're good we can just sit back and relax no we should take care we should keep our souls diligently lest we forget these things we should be remembering the grace of God we should be remembering the things that he has done for us and in fact if you are if you are struggling with sin, with idolatry, with uh, um, lack of faith, one of the best things you can do is go back and remember the things that God has done for you. One of the best things that you can do to defeat sin is to remember the grace of God for you. More than more than going on a, on a super disciplined path and, and more than setting up new rules for yourself, even though those things are not necessarily bad, ultimately the best thing that you can do to defeat your sin, to defeat idolatry is to remember the grace of God to you. And that's basically what, what uh, the people of Israel are doing here as they are getting ready to enter the land, as Moses is warning them against idolatry, they are remembering the grace of God In their lives. Look at verses uh, 15 through 31. This is where he is warning them against idolatry. He says, Therefore, watch yourself very carefully. Since you saw no form on the day that the Lord spoke to you at Horeb out of the midst of the fire, beware lest you act corruptly by making a carved image for yourselves in the form of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any animal that is on the earth the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the air, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, the likeness of any fish that is in the water under the, under the earth. And beware lest you raise your eyes to heaven and when you see the sun and the moon and the stars, all the hosts of heaven, you be drawn away and bow down to them and serve them. Things that the Lord your God has allotted to all peoples under the whole heaven. But the Lord has taken you and brought you out of the iron furnace, out of Egypt, to be a people of his own inheritance, as you are this day. Furthermore, the Lord was angry with me because of you, and he swore that I should not cross the Jordan, and that I should not enter the good land that the Lord your God has given you for an inheritance. For I must die in this land, I must not go over the Jordan, but you shall go over and take possession of that good land. Take care, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make carved, and make a carved image, sorry, take care lest you forget, and make a carved image, the form of anything that the Lord your God has forbidden you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. So, again, if we want to keep ourselves from sin, if we want to keep ourselves from idolatry, if we want to keep ourselves from giving the glory to something or someone else that is not God, the antidote to that is remembering the grace of God, is remembering the works of God for us. And so I want to take uh, just a few minutes to think about specifically some of the things that God has done for us. Uh, This is not an exhaustive list by any means, but it's just some reflection of uh, this last couple of years, and more specifically, 2021. Um, as I was thinking over the, over the last couple of years, and I remember how uh, we were able to send the Cedarlands off to Mexico, but I remember that that was a difficult time, even though it was joyous to send them and to see them go in, in, on ministry. It was difficult for us as a church, because when they left, uh, also several several families from the church left, Uh, we went from having a team of four elders to, to just having Jordan and I as elders. And so it was a difficult time, but through, through it all, we were able to see God's mercy and God's grace for us, for his church. One of the ways in which, in which we were able to see his mercy is that even though it hurt to see a lot of families from the church go, uh, Jordan and I were reflecting on this and we were, we both agreed that. God in his mercy allowed for certain people to go because if you think about it, our our um, eldership team went from four people to two people and I think it would have been difficult for Jordan and I to shepherd the exact same amount of people and so we thought that, hey, you know, maybe some of these people leaving is actually God's grace and allowing both Jordan and I, who are uh, uh, pretty inexperienced uh, pastors for us to actually be responsible for a smaller group of people. We're also thankful that the people that he left have been a pleasure to serve, have been a pleasure to shepherd. We are so thankful that, that the people that God left here, uh, uh, have been a people that have been easy to shepherd and to, to lead. And they have been very gracious to us. They have been very understanding of our lack of experience. Uh we are also we, we also noticed that God has used some of the people that have left to continue to build His church in other places. One example of this is the Biddles, right? They are such a beloved family to us. And when the news of them leaving came, we were I, I was very, very sad, very disappointed. Uh, but I am thankful that they are now in Oregon and that they are helping, Uh, a church down there in Oregon. They are serving this church. They are being an encouragement. Just just as they were an encouragement to us, they are being an encouragement to this church where where their daughter and their son-in-law are. And in fact, their son-in-law is the pastor of this church. God has also brought new families and we are thankful for that. God has brought new people, people who are eager to love others, to serve, to become a part of this small church. Uh, we even had a couple of those families uh, become partners with Kaleo, which partnership is the word that we use for uh, for membership here at Kaleo. In other words, they express their commitment to this local body. Um, this year, we one of the, one of those families that got brought was the Cornish family. Even though they were he- they were around for a while, uh, it was in 2021 that they uh, came officially as saying, "Okay, we are committed to Kaleo and we're going to serve Kaleo." And through the support of, of some outsider outside donors, they have been able to work full-time for Kaleo without Kaleo having to pay a single penny, which is the grace of God, which is totally God's providence. And we are thankful for them. We are thankful for their service. We are thankful for their initiative, for for the many things that they have done. Uh, we're also super thankful. I'm really thankful for uh, the the Lictys, for Sam and Hannah and Hazel, I'm thankful that, again, even though they were already here, they have also expressed a deeper commitment to this local church. And one of the things that we have been doing is, by the grace of God, Jordan, myself, uh, Chris Cornish, and Sam Lichty, we have been meeting on a regular basis, and we have been trying to do a more intentional uh, training and growth in leadership. And one of the things that we're looking forward to 2022 is Sam... Uh, being appointed as an elder sometime in 2022, we are, you know, he is on that on that um, on the path to becoming an elder, and we are just extremely thankful for that because that's one of the things that uh, we notice in, in in these last couple of years that we really feel like we need more people in our team, uh, in our leadership team. We also saw this last year that God uh, provided for us. Uh, I'm, I'm specifically thinking financially, even though it is no secret that the finances of the church aren't great. We are thankful that we are still uh, able to operate as a church, that um, because of some money that we had in our savings account, we have been able to operate without necessarily having a loss, right? We're, we're, not, we're not making a profit, um, but we had enough money and the bank to get us through this year and we're thankful for that and we're also thankful that he has provided for us that we have been able to um we have been able to continue to support uh our missionaries we have been able to support the Cedarlands. we have been able to support uh uh the sanchez's um we have been able to help uh some of the some of the church family that that have been in need and we have been able to help a few other people from outside the church family. So we are thankful for God's provision, even in the midst of of, uh, of a difficult financial year. I'm extremely thankful that the church has continued to support me financially, to support my family. Uh, I also think of how God allowed us to go through the preaching series that we went through. In 2021, we finished our series in the book of Acts and we were able to think about our role as as, uh, as a church in the commission that Jesus gave to us to be his witnesses to the, ends of the, to the ends of the earth. We studied the book of Joel. I don't know if you remember, we were able to think about God's wrath. We were able to think about the, Lord, the day of the Lord. We were able to think about repentance, but there were also good news about the, the restoration that God brings we talked about the spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians, uh, 12 through 14. We also started our series in the book of Revelation and where we have received a battle cry from the Lord Jesus to a, a call to conquer. Another thing that, that I, I saw this year and that I'm really thankful for God, for, for God's grace is that he has allowed us to remain united in a time of, uh, extreme division. This has been a very difficult time, uh, politically, uh, ideologically, where where people are just, you know, feeling very, very strongly about their their, you know, politics and, and convictions, etc. But I am glad that God has allowed us to remain united. God has allowed us to remain showing love towards one another. He has he has kept us healthy in the middle of a pandemic. Many of us got sick with COVID, and by the grace of God, we we're still around. No one in our church family uh, died from COVID, and, and I'm just really thankful for that. I'm thankful that that we are healthy by the grace of God. Um, God has sustained us through some loss as well, right? Not everything has been uh, not not everything has been perfect from our perspective. People have lost family members. People have lost. Their jobs, people have, have experienced different kinds of loss, but the Lord has not abandoned us. God has been with us. God has been faithful to us. God granted us the joy of many babies being born within our church family. We praise God for the births of uh, Callum Kalich, Eleonora Cornish, Hazel Lichty, Daniel Morgan, Ryder, Ryder Cheehawk. We're just glad that we're not only... God is not only building his church through our witness of the gospel to outsiders, but God is also building his church through the birthing of babies. We're growing the kingdom of God one baby at a time. And, and we're just thankful for that. Think about how many babies were born this year. So, you know, we, we could keep going, but I, I don't want to keep going. And also, you guys probably don't want me to keep going because uh, we're, we're a little bit worried about getting back to our homes. Um, but I think that it would be good for all of us to, you know, just on your own at home, keep recounting the blessings of God for the church, for you, for your family. Because like I said, that is an antidote against idolatry. That is an antidote against sin, to remember the grace of God for us. And so... This is, this is what Moses tells them. Uh, the, the passage continues, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip a few verses. But one of the things that Moses reminds the people of Israel is this, in verse 39. Know therefore today and lay it to, to your heart that the Lord is God in heaven above and on the earth beneath. There is no other and i think that as we close this year that's something that we need to keep central in our lives that the lord is god in heaven above and on the earth beneath and that there is no other to whom else shall we shall we go there's no one else that we can go to because god is the only one the gods of of the peoples that they were They were about to conquer. They were all fake gods. And unfortunately, the people of Israel did fall into idolatry. The idols of our culture, they're all fake gods. There are many things in our culture that offer us safety and happiness and and, uh, assurance. But there is no other God but the Lord. So this year, let us worship the Lord. Let us serve Him. Let us obey His commandments. Let us remain faithful to him. Let us continue to hold fast to him. And I want to finish by reading from Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, and and you are welcome to turn there. Hebrews chapter 12, starting in verse 18. And the reason why I want to finish with this is because the people of Israel, even though they had it really, really good in that God was their God and God was in their midst and God was with them. When we, when we go to Hebrews, the author of Hebrews puts things into perspective and he says, actually, what we have is so much better. What we have under the new covenant is so much better. What we can thank God for is so good for us. And so I'm going to read starting in verse 18. And the point here, the point that I want to make is that one of the things that we that we can be thankful for is that we have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Right now, a lot of things are shaking. Right now, the world is shaking. The heavens are shaking. Things are uh, uh, uneasy. There is a lot of uh, there is a lack of peace. But we have received a kingdom that cannot be shaking. So let's read uh, Hebrews twelve, verse eighteen. For you have not come to what, you, to what may be touched, a blazing fire and darkness and gloom and a tempest and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that no further messages be spoken to them. For they could not endure the order that was given. If even a beast touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. For if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who warned from heaven. At that time his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, yet once more I will shake not only the earth but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, that is, things that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. Let us pray and let us thank him for this kingdom that cannot be shaken of which we are of which we are a part of. God we thank you we thank you that as we think of the people of Israel getting ready to enter into the promised land, part of us thinks, wow, what, what an amazing experience to be there with the people of Israel and to see the mountain on fire and to see God speaking and to be there with Moses. And yet, what we have is so much better. We have received a kingdom that is, that is spiritual, a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We have been brought into your family. We have been made a part of your people. Your presence that was limited to the tabernacle is now within us. You are with us, God. We thank you for your faithfulness this last year. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for the unity that you granted us. We thank you that we held fast to you And you did not fail us. You were a firm foundation. And we do not doubt that you will continue to be our firm foundation this coming year. Please grant us to remain faithful to you, to remain obedient to you, Lord. And grant us to remember your grace for us and and your works for us. And Lord, as we take time to remember the sacrifice of your Lord Jesus, I pray that you bring sanctification to us, Lord, that you bring repentance of the sins that we have committed against you and that you help us to remember your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.